Welcome to the LTC University Podcast, empowering and educating across the great state of South Carolina. Here we go. Welcome to the LTC University Podcast. My name is Jamie Preston, and today we've got a treat for you. We're at the LTC University Provider Conference, and we have Dr. Macy Smith. Welcome. Hey, Jamie. I should say welcome back. Welcome back again. So you are one of my favorite communicators. <laughs> Thank you. I like um, how you say communicator. I never use that term, but I like that. That's yeah, nice. You're a communicator. That's what you do. And so um, you just talked about dementia, dementia care, how to how to communicate um, with you know people with dementia. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so good. And here's, here's what I love about you because I, I love... I love this aspect. You take something that is very difficult to talk about mm-hmm. for a lot of people struggling with Alzheimer's and, and Lewy bodies and all kinds of dementia, um, something that's very challenging. And then we had a bunch of, you know, uh, you have a lot of providers, nurse mm-hmm. practitioners, they're dealing with it day in, day out. But you take something that's super complicated and complex and difficult to talk about and you make it fun. Yeah, got to. And funny. And so I love, and and this is what I love about humor. It it opens people up. Oh yeah. I like that. It Mm -hmm. definitely, it opens the door to, uh, understanding. Yeah. Right. It opens the door to widening someone's knowledge base Yes, and acceptance too. Yes. Cause uh, it it does. And, And whether, you know, that's what some of the greatest comedians, they can communicate tough topics. Mm. And, and it's because they open people up to listen and they use humor and it, it, for some reason it just opens a door and lets people in. And, and that's what you do so well. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. And I don't, I don't think I'm a a comedian at all. Um, I tell people, they say, well, if this doesn't work, you should go do stand up. Well, the only reason I'm funny is because I'm not supposed to be funny. You know what I mean? When you go go. someplace and you expecting (laughs) something, you get something totally different. But I I keep it light though, Jamie, because I'm a crybaby, right? I'm a crybaby baby and I won't be able to impact others lives if I'm like a mess and so it it makes me humor makes me feel confident Mm -hmm. in being able to relay tough topics you know in a manner that's accessible Mm -hmm. relatable and translational because you know it's about telling somebody else to tell somebody else to tell somebody else yes yeah. It's community. And, and it also what the way you bring your message, it's it's authentic. Oh yeah. And oh, it's yeah. real. Yeah. And and I love it so so much. And you did such a great job today. So let's Thank jump you. into your topic today Thank and let's you. talk about effective communication with, with people with dementia. So explain for our listeners, you know, the difference between dementia and Alzheimer's, because I hear it all the time. <laughs> when I when I used to do dementia education, it was all the time, you know that people think they're two different things. And yeah. So give kind of people an overview. Yeah. So and they use the terms interchangeably. Mm-hmm. We all have used the term interchangeably at yes. one point in time before we became more educated yes. um, in the field. But Alzheimer's disease is only one cause of dementia. Yes. Dementia is the symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's the behaviors that you see. It's yeah. the forgetfulness, the memory loss, the agitation, the disorientation, the compulsiveness. So those behaviors surrounding the forgetfulness and memory loss that is dementia but something has to cause it and alzheimer's disease is the number one cause or you may hear the number one type of dementia so Mm -hmm. they can be independent of each other somebody could have alzheimer's disease and not ever show signs of dementia yeah um i i have actually seen that i I was Mm -hmm. very shocked when i saw it 
Um, doesn't necessarily mean that they're never going to show signs of dementia, but at that particular point, they had a progressive condition, but because they build up a cognitive reserve, yeah. they could accommodate for their losses. And someone could have, as you stated, dementia and it not be Alzheimer's. It could be vascular. It could be Lewy bodies. Mm -hmm. And so those are the, the stark differences between the two. Yeah. Now, communication with these people that have these different diseases can be challenging. Oh yeah. It can be, you know, I, and, and you know what, here's, here was a misconception. I, I, cause when I was doing dementia education, um, for our company is I would go into a memory care unit mm -hmm. and it's all, you know, and you, I would work with the staff and we would do trainings and that stuff. And I just assumed cause those people work there that they are, mm. that they know everything. Oh, well, they taught me a ton, but you know what? They don't know everything. No. They, they get thrown into these jobs, you know, as caregivers and they just get thrown in. Yeah. And it, you, you, they, everybody can learn from everybody. And that's yeah. what I love. Yeah. And they, like I said, they taught me a ton. Good. That's you know, good. taught me a ton, but they don't know everything. And so let's talk about how you can effectively communicate with somebody with dementia. So I would say that communication is the, the core mm -hmm. and the root of a healthy dementia care journey for yeah. the person living with the disease and those who are caring for them. I want to piggyback on your point about dementia care staff in mm -hmm. long-term care communities. In many states, there's no requirement for staff to have dementia-specific education right. and training. Yeah. Um, in some states, they have a blurb about it. Um, other states, nothing. Some mm -hmm. states, you'll have specific topics and specific um, times, you know, how long they should be trained on each topic area. I know Utah is one of those states that has that specificity, right. but South Carolina is not one of them. And so, you know, staff could get training from a Q&A off the internet. They sign it yep. and that's training that meets the regs, but it's not, it's not quality. <laughs> so that's an excellent point you made. Simply because someone is working in a dementia yeah. care community does not mean that they're training dementia competent practices mm -hmm. because they're not required to. Yeah. So it definitely does take the uh, ingenuity of the administrator or the higher ups to say, hey, my staff need this. I'm going to figure out a way how to get all my staff trained mm -hmm. and also new staff. Cause the, the biggest thing behind that is you got to take people off the floor mm -hmm. and it's a cost component, sure. but it's worth the cost it to is. get trained in dementia competent yeah. practices. And so uh, when we talk about effective communication and the reason I say effective is because it may not be necessarily effective, feel effective to the caregiver, mm -hmm. but it absolutely is effective for the care receiver yes. because their brain is changing and they don't have the capacity to absorb all the information at one time. Sure. And so they'll get frustrated just like anybody else. If mm -hmm. somebody is fast talking you, Jamie, and you yep. can't get a word in edgewise, are you going to be frustrated? Oh, absolutely. They are too. But mm -hmm. someone who does not have dementia, we may be able to channel our frustration in a constructive way right. because we have a fully functioning cognitive brain. Right. But someone with dementia, it may not be as constructive because they don't have the fully functioning cognitive brain that they used mm -hmm. to have or that other people may have. And yeah. so they respond with behaviors. Right. Absolutely. They do. And, and, and you can see the frustration on their face. You can see it. And, and I, I don't know how many times I've walked into a memory care unit and you see caregivers arguing with patients like, you know, they want, they're saying, Hey, I'm leaving. My daughter's coming to get me. Mm. And you know, they're not, you know, and, and they're, no, they're not, they're not coming. And they just upset them. And, right. and it's just, 
it's just good for nobody. Right. And they don't know. And yeah. I always, you know, and I, and I'd love direct support caregivers. Mm-hmm. We need them. Absolutely. How, but you know, it's a disservice to them when they're not trained. Now, yeah. if you know better than I expect you to do better, mm-hmm. but if they don't know, then they feel like they have to force reality. So mm-hmm. to use reality orientation on them, but that's not our ideal strategy for someone who has progressed yeah. dementia. Well, when you know, you know, like you said, you, you know, you can do better. It also increases your compassion because oh, you yeah. know how to deal with it more. Right. It increases your compassion. But if you don't and you're not dealing with it right, you're frustrating yourself mm-hmm. and your compassion's going to be fatigued quicker. Right. You increase your risk. Yeah. Of, of developing compassion fatigue. Absolutely yes. right. Yeah. But it starts with just knowing, mm-hmm. knowing why as adults, we have yeah. to know why in right. order to be effective learners. Mm-hmm. And once we better understand why, then we'll be more receptive yeah. to doing certain things. Cause if they think it, it's working cause they're arguing with them, they're going to keep mm-hmm. doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Then, um, and, and this topic has become really real for me now. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, my dad, um, he's diagnosed with here recently with Alzheimer's and, and vascular dementia, and he's really progressed quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's become much, and I was always compassionate before, obviously, but, but it's become real. It's come close to home now. Right. right. And, and just seeing how family members are relating to him and, and it's just so different mm-hmm. and, and it's, and, and, and you know, and, and I, you know, we did, I did all the training we did, you know, we would go in and train people, but when it's you, oh yeah, it's totally different. Oh yeah. When it lands on your door, doorstep, it is totally different. My mm-hmm. grandmother passed away from complications of Alzheimer's and I was dumbfounded. I was like, uh, like I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And so I really had to take a couple steps back and say, Hey, mm-hmm. you do for her what you do for your clients. And so I had to really compartmentalize my roles as a granddaughter, then as a social worker to be able to be a successful support for my families and also, um, for her. And in your case, Jamie, you're, because you know it, as you mm-hmm. say, it looks totally different. It does. Um, but it doesn't change your compassion. Right. But what you may start to deal with is grieving. Yeah. You know, anticipatory grief, that is absolutely mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Um, but what I, I often tell people and families who are going through it, and I have to say this to myself oftentimes too, just in life in general, focus on the here and now and focus yeah. on the moment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's hard to do sometimes, but it can be done. And it's, it's necessary to be done. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it is. And, and you have to. And, and we just went back. My, my dad lives in Ohio. So we just went back, spent a week with him. And um, it was... Uh, it's a different world. It's a different, you know, my mom actually, she ended up in the hospital while we were there, which I was so glad that we were able to be there right. and, and having to get him in the hospital and because they had the COVID protocols right. going at that time, cause it was, it's getting worse and just getting him in the hospital. Cause they were only allowed to have one visitor okay. at a time mm-hmm. or at all for the whole day. And so having to go over there, you know, and I didn't want to upset him cause uh, I would have, Hey dad, you need to stand over here. Let me go talk to this person, you right. know, cause he want to go talk to cause him, I got to huh? explain everything <laughs> to them. And so say, right. so, Hey, my dad has Alzheimer's. I need to, I need to accompany him, yeah. you know, the room. And, and, and a lot of times they, people just didn't get it. So I had to say, okay, well, let me talk to your manager, you know, and, right, you know, right. and, and I look like a Karen. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> a Carl, <laughs> yeah, a Carl. Yeah. So it's, which is interesting. My sister's name's Karen. So, oh, that's um, so funny. Yeah. And so, <laughs> We tease her about that all the time. Um, but we, um, 
you know, just, just dealing with that and then having to make sure I'm having to take him to the bathroom, you know, right. and, you know, I don't have to, he, he can do everything functionally, but I had to take him to the bathroom cause he's not coming back if, if All right, he'll get lost. he's going to yeah. get lost and, and, you know, um, but it's like you said, I think it's that grief, yeah, anticipatory grief. And, and that's what we're kind of going through right yeah. now. Cause you know, you were, we're slowly losing him mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. he was and, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. we're, you know, and, and it'll never change who we remember. We're always going to remember. That's right. Him. The memories are there. Um, and he's, and it's still him, you know, but well, it's he, he jokes and stuff and oh, has, that, has that sense of humor. 100%, you know, and so, but it's different, you know, communicating mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know i see my sister getting frustrated and he'll because he says the same things over and over again and you know and my mom i can see her getting frustrated when he says he has a new girlfriend and you know and different things like that and thankfully it's her so uh thankfully that we don't have to deal her. with anything it's, else he's just got a new girlfriend so mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know one of the things that you said in, in in your talk earlier is you talked about it's their reality mm. if there's a spider they see and that spider is mm-hmm. really not there it's a spider it's a spider if yeah. it's a snake which i hate snakes um cool. uh, but it's a snake so right. talk about how do you deal with that and how you work through that so i think one of the biggest things and what's ha- what has been successful for me in relaying uh stepping into their reality is showing families and caregivers and staff pictures of the brain yeah once they actually see what the brain actually looks like and what's happening. And I asked them, I said, what do you see? And they'll say, Gape, gaping holes, I see nothing. And so that means nothing is connecting. And so I relay that to just real world examples of what people who don't have dementia experiences, experiencing even in a short span of time, say if you take a Benadryl at 9 p.m. at night and you have to get up at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., mm-hmm. you're not gonna all be there. You're not gonna be sharp cognitively. Sure. You're gonna be frustrated, you're gonna be irritable, you're gonna forget stuff. That's the same thing with someone with dementia who has a, a cognitive impairment. Right. That person is impaired uh, significantly for a temporary span of time. Um, but that's the same feeling somebody else has. And so mm-hmm. when I when I put it to them that way, that doesn't mean that they're never going to get frustrated and argue. However, it will be a lot less of that because now they yeah. know and they're a bit more empathetic and more compassionate. Right. And when they do start to argue, then they'll scale it back because then they'll remember the picture of the brain and how they felt during a particular time when they were cognitively Mm -hmm. um, impaired. And so that has been successful for me because number one, I don't tell them, okay, now you can't get mad uh, because you're going to get mad. But I do say, try not to take it personally, Mm. right? Because just think about what you wanted to say to somebody and you didn't say it because you have a fully functioning brain. They just going to say it. Yeah. You know, and I say in my book, what comes up comes out mm-hmm. because they cannot help it. Yeah. You know, and I always say they're doing the best they can with what they have. Yeah. You have a little bit more so you can accommodate them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, another thing you talked about, too, is the way we treat um, them. And a lot of times and I have seen our family do this already. Mm is they start treating them like a toddler. Right. And you showed a, a PET scan of a toddler brain mm-hmm. and a, a Alzheimer's brain, mm-hmm. and they look very similar mm-hmm. in function. Right. So talk about, you know, how you, how, you know, I'll let you talk about how, how you talked about that. How you navigate that. So yeah. the reason I show that picture is not to encourage infantilizing uh, seniors with dementia or treating them like children. I show that picture because they do process things like a toddler. So it's not far-fetched at all. They do. 
but it's how you treat them that matters because sure. they're still an adult. You know, they've mm -hmm. lived, they have lived experiences that are in the back of the brain that are still relevant. Yeah. And so with children and toddlers, they're learning, mm -hmm. they're building, they're growing, they have nothing to relate it to. So you can chastise them, you can punish them, you can teach them a certain right. way. With someone who has dementia, they already, they've already lived, they have experiences. So you're not teaching them mm -hmm. anything new. Right. Because yeah. if you try to teach them anything new, they're not going to remember. It. It's going to be frustrating. And they're still an adult. They feel it in their heart and their right. soul. And so your role is not to try to teach them new information, but your role is to prepare the environment as you would prepare for a toddler, not doing anything to them, but developing and creating a space for them. Yeah. Right. I think the thing that keeps coming up with my dad is I just still I never want to not show him respect. And yeah, I want, no, that's a good I point. want him to feel the respect that he deserves as my dad. Yes. Um, you know, but we still, we do have to treat him a little differently, but mm -hmm. I want him to feel that respect. Yeah. And, and you know what? And there are going to be times where, and just think of some of the points that I made, you know, speaking slowly, mm -hmm. you can speak to someone slowly. You speak to children slowly too, but there's a, a particular tone in your voice yeah. that, in the way that you would speak to a, a child, you're going to speak to your dad in the same tone respectfully, yes. but you're going to modify yeah. your strategy. You're going to modify your style, yep. not mimicking a child. Cause I, I know exactly what you're talking about, especially if you're trying to explain something to mm -hmm. him, the tone is everything. Yeah. Cause you know how when you talk to a child, you might have a higher voice. Yeah. You know, and that's what I hear family members yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, a higher voice. Well, they he knows that that's how you talk to a child because he's been there. It's yeah. in the back of the brain. It's still there. They still remember right. that. But you speak with the regular tone. As a child, you might say, you know, what's your dad's name? Uh, Kobe. You you might say as a child, Kobe. Now you know you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But if you're talking to your dad, first of all, you're not gonna say Kobe. You're gonna say, yeah. Dad. I think that's gonna be unsafe right there. So. Yeah let's let's try to go this other way what do you think about that i think right. yeah let's go that other way you're saying the same thing mm -hmm. but it's in a different inflection and the words you choose to use are going to be different as well yes absolutely mm -hmm. yeah i think that's i think it's crucial Cause yeah because yeah, i like i said and that's part of you know being able to remember him the way he was yeah, too and that's true and keeping that respect and that's keeping right. that tone keeping that um same way that we would typically talk to him but we mm -hmm. changed the strategy that's right so. he's just modifying like i was talking to a group yesterday i said you know as we get older you know we can't do it like we used to do yeah we can do the same stuff but just in a modified way yeah, that's all exactly you know and the fascinating thing i was we were talking about this pre podcast here is is he still functions in so many different ways that were just unique to him like he mm. was he um he was an avid golfer loved to play golf yeah. and a very good golfer and we would we went out when I was there, and I can't really get him to play golf, but I, I almost had to force him this time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, How did you get him to get to come out and play I golf? I just said, "Come on, Dad, I don't I'm, you know, I, I don't live here. We don't get to play very much oh. anymore." It's like, "Come on," and he's like, "Okay, I'll like, go." I need you, right? Yeah, you know, I need I, I need this, you yeah. know, and so he 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 agreed, and oh, well, that sucker only I only beat him by two strokes, and he's got <laughs> Alzheimer's, you know. He's still, but he would go out, he could count the same, like he was. Cause he always was really good at keeping everybody else's score. Oh, and he knew it. Like he's still 100%. He knew everybody where everybody was, where everybody that's was. Good. And so, and it was, but you know what? And, and here's something we else we noticed is the next day. Cause he got out and got some exercise. Mm -hmm. He was totally different wow. that next morning. See, totally different. 
he was much my wife told me she's like your dad was so normal yeah this very morning. lucid i was just gonna say yeah well you know exercise so, mm-hmm. sun which talk what serotonin yep. mm-hmm. um the engagement yep you know being around people and doing yes. things he enjoyed right i mean that was fulfilling yeah Absolutely. And, and it was so, so unique. So I think exercise and, and, oh, definitely. and all those things, just getting outside was mm-hmm. so good for him. Um, so yeah. So, so you uh, just have to go, go, go up more often. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have to, we're going to have to make those, make that trip. And then and they're going to come down. My sister's going to bring them down to us too. Okay, and, and we can spend some time and because we know we only, you know, and, and with anybody, you only with have a certain amount of time. Right. Yeah. If and, anything, you know, if nothing older. has taught us that we've learned that definitely this is past year oh and a half. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and COVID's made that harder for people, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, when they, especially if their loved one had to go in the hospital and they right. weren't able to visit them. And that's, that's, right. that's, you know, I hear stories that just, they break your heart, you know, mm-hmm, and, and when you hear mm-hmm. those kind of things, but, um, so tell us how people can connect with you. And, sure. and cause I want people to be able to find you and I want you to plug your book. Okay. And, and okay. We, we had a huge line. Yeah, I got to go back and get some more. <laughs> people need this yeah. information. And they realize that they need it. But, you know, everybody can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Macy P. And that's D-R-M-A-C-I-E-P. Um, I'm also online at www.dtconsultant.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, my book is A Dementia Caregiver's Guide to Care. It is available on Amazon as a Kindle ebook right now, mm-hmm. but the physical books will be there in the next week or two. Um, and also Saltbox TV. So I have a, a show on Saltbox TV, which is the first ever streaming service for older adults. Nice. Keeping older adults in I need mind. my mom and dad to start watching Oh, that. yeah. Look, look yes. they have Mary Tyler Moore. So Ed Asner was actually our spokesperson, but wow. he passed away a few weeks ago. Um, they have like Elvis stuff on there. They have Mary Tyler Moore. A lot of the nostalgic shows are mm-hmm. on there. So you have you can get your entertainment. You can get education and training. My show is on education, just right. as Dr. Macy. And also uh, wellness, care, arts and crafts. And so you can find me on there as well and on YouTube at Just Ask Dr. Macy. Nice. That's awesome. And let me say, if you're looking for a speaker for your conference, for your you need to have her there because you will laugh, you will cry, you will get be educated uh, more than when you left, and, or you. more than when you came. And uh, I promise you will not be disappointed. So make sure you book her for your next event. Thank you, Jamie. So, Appreciate you. Thank you for being on our podcast. Yes. We we love you, and and you. This is your second time, and it won't be the last. All right now. So. I'm just saying that in faith. It won't be your last. It won't be my last. Yeah. Thank you (laughs) so much for all you do. Thank you. Appreciate you. Just a couple of announcements. Every single month on the first Monday of the month, we have an event called the Community Leadership Assembly. You are invited, especially if you're an assisted living administrator or skilled facility administrator and a social worker. You can earn up to three CEU credits. At this event, you'll hear from a couple different speakers and we're going to provide lunch for only $10. You don't want to miss it. So make sure you come to 1626 on Main in Columbia, South Carolina. Also, if you'd be so kind to write a review for the LTC University podcast, give us a five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. Thanks so much. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Let's continue to learn together. Have a great day.